This is Sugar Bookie Radio, NFL Week 2. Sports books, office pools, and fantasy. No matter how you monetize NFL football, all bets are on and Sugar's got you covered. I'm Anthony, he's Brock. The Seattle Seahawks head to the Los Angeles Rams for a 4.05 Eastern Standard Time kickoff on Sunday. In July, when the line first opened, L.A. was getting plus four. This game was off early in the week because of the L.A. Rams injury concerns as well as Russell Wilson's injury concerns but when it did finally open it opened with LA plus seven and that line has stayed true the over under on the game opened at 38 and a half and that line has stayed true a very low scoring game is what Vegas is predicting joining us now senior sportsbook analyst Brock hey Brock Seattle at Los Angeles what do we need to know well, the last team to get shut out in a week one game was the 2009 Rams, and uh, that team went 1-15. and And so that's what it looked like to me. It was, was a really, really bad team, and we thought that that was a team that was going to have offensive problems, but their defense had problems too. And, and San Francisco moved the ball pretty well on them, and, and their defense looked soft up the middle. Carlos Hyde ran the ball right up the middle and did kind of what he wanted against them. So the strengths that we thought the Rams would have weren't as strong as, as we as we thought, and and they didn't show up and to be a really great great defensive team week one. Now, here comes Seattle to town, who just played in a really low scoring game. This over under thirty eight and a half, and, and rightfully so. I mean, all the trends kind of uh, you know lean, lean towards an under. You got six out of the last seven Seahawks games went under. Uh, the last five Rams games, the in division went under. Under hit 16 out of the last 21 Rams games overall and, and, and nine out of the last 12 in this series. So this is traditionally a really big defensive matchup. 38 and a half is so low, though, that, it, you know, a couple freak touchdowns here and there and, 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 and it goes over. So um, it's, it was interesting for me to see that line. I was hoping for something maybe over like 40, 41, but, you know, to see 38 and a half. Wow, they really, they really dropped it down there and they're tempting you to take that over. You got to remember that in the NFL, you're dealing with alpha males and I don't care how bad the teams are. A lot of times you're going to see a team come back after getting embarrassed the way the LA Rams did on Monday night. Interesting side note, LA opened the season 80 to one to win the Super Bowl. After Monday night, they are now 225 (laughs) to one to win the Super Bowl. Jeff Fisher, the current favorite on most sports books to be the first coach fired in the NFL. He's at plus 180, despite him recently receiving a contract extension. Yeah. Yeah. That L.A. franchise is just absolutely – it's just a disaster. Brock, let me ask you this. If you were – if both of the GM opportunities were open for you and you were a general manager in football and you had to pick between going to L.A. or Cleveland, which Ooh. job would you take? Which team is worse, in your opinion, right now? I would take L.A. because I think that the defense is closer. And so at least they got they got one side. I think Cleveland is just uh, just a big – mess you know and it's a mess all over the place and there's no real sign of the future to come that's going to change things other than they do have a good you know commander-in-chief in in charge now with Hugh Jackson I do like him and I think he's the right guy to lead them forward and I think that Fisher is 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 you know a a dead man walking and I can't believe they gave the guy an extension it's pretty incredible yeah Um, it's it's unreal and and it's like here's this extension we're still probably going to fire you so I don't really get it I don't get the reason of like what's he going to do why why would you even need to give him that it's not like somebody's going to come in and offer a guy who's been you know, under 500 for the last seven seasons. I, I, I don't see it, and it's terribly run franchise, but there's some talent there. Um, they got, you know, Gurley on offense. I, I just don't see those, those big-name guys yet in Cleveland. So, I mean, this is two terrible choices, but I would probably lean towards the Rams over Cleveland uh, in, you know, what's the worst job in football. 
I completely agree with you, not to mention the fact that L.A. has uh, a little bit more to do and slightly better weather than Cleveland does. There's that old joke of the following four, which things don't belong, herpes, chlamydia, HIV, or an apartment in Cleveland. And the answer (laughs) is chlamydia because you can't get rid of the other three. Moving along, here we have, uh, as far as the official official picks for Sugar Bookie, I'm going to go ahead and say that these L.A. alpha male Rams are able to turn it on and get a decent pass rush against Seattle. I'm going to go ahead and take the points, plus seven with the Rams in the ATS office pool. But in the heads-up office pool, I'm going to take the Seahawks. Let's say something along the lines of Seahawks 20, Rams 16. I'm taking the points, but I think Seattle wins. Brock, your thoughts on my thoughts. I I just don't see how the Rams get – 16 points even um i would i would like to take this under if it was a few points higher but i'm actually going to take a road dog of a touchdown which i hate doing but i think that the value here is is seattle minus six and a half because this rams team is anemic and they i don't see their offense getting loose against seattle so it looked like they were playing 10 on 12 when when keenan was thrown because he can't press the ball downfield and so the defense just moves everything forward and they press all your receivers and they're just on you. And, and so you got a guy like Gurley who can't get loose and nobody is better at blanketing you than, than Seattle. And I think this is a real nightmare matchup for, for the Rams. And uh, it usually is, but they usually have a little bit more life on offense. And, you know, I, it, they go back to the drawing, drawing board this week, I hope, but, um, and, and you know, they'll show some pride. But I just think there's a bad team, and, and I'm not going to back a bad team, even at home, even getting a, home, getting a touchdown, because I think that this team coming in in Seattle is, you know, Super Bowl contender. And so I think that the value here is actually on the favorite, giving points at, uh, on the road. Uh, I don't like doing it, but I'm going to take Seattle on this one. Brock, I think you make a good point. The only thing I'll throw out there is remember that – then St. Louis, now L.A., but the Rams beat the Seahawks twice last year. So these interdivision, you know, when you have Miami going up to Seattle, it's a roster Seattle hasn't seen in four years, won't see him again for four years. This is a team that Seattle saw on one of the last weeks of the season. This was They, they played this squad maybe four games ago. So I think at home, that familiarity will help uh, L.A. to cover. Don't get me wrong. This is not going to be one of my official picks. The office pool picks are gun to your head. You have to make a pick, and I got to take a touchdown uh, at home. Now, you had said that you like Seattle minus six and a half. Uh, how much would it scare you off if the line went from Seattle minus six and a half to Seattle minus seven? Because when I made the official pick, and this definitely factored into it, uh, L.A. was getting the full seven. Where do you think that line is as far as you going? Now it's a definitive stay away yeah. as, a, as opposed to a might play. It scares me a little bit, and, and, I, and it wouldn't be a definitive play at seven. It would be, it'd, it'd be a play at six and a half at seven. Um, I would, you know, it's more gun to the head type of situation. And, and this is another game that I would like to tease. You know, I, I'd like to bring Seattle down just to win the game. And uh, I think that that's going to happen. Uh, you know, you said what your score is and that, that equal to Seattle victory. So I think the safest thing here is a Seattle victory. But, you know, six and a half, seven points uh, either side is a big risk. And I think that, you know, it's almost uh, yeah, at seven points, it's a it's a coin flip. And uh, so it's it, it's tough to say, you know, whether or not I think that, the Rams are going to cover because I just don't see the points coming from them. So I don't know where it's going to come from, but it didn't, didn't need to come from anywhere last week because Seattle didn't put up any points against Miami. Exactly. Yeah. R- Russell Wilson, a little banged up, a lousy offensive line. I, I'm again, not an official pick, but 
I'm feeling pretty confident uh, that the Rams are going to get a cover here. Brock Hay is SugarBookie.com's senior sportsbook analyst, a 60% winner on his official picks for the past two seasons. Week two's picks will be released Saturday. Stay tuned and check him out. He's on, on Twitter. Give him a follow, at LeoBets1. I'm Anthony Carabasi, your host is always also on Twitter, and always appreciate the follows, at SugarBookie. Sportsbooks, office pools, and fantasy, no matter how you monetize NFL football, all bets are on, and we've got you covered. Seattle at L.A. Best of luck at the window, my friends, and as always, thanks for stopping by.